0: Rashad Radio. What's up, Rashad? I uh, produce our artist and Hi. podcaster, Rashad Radio. That's kind of dope. Rashad, thank you.
1: Rashad is like the there. man.
2: He needs how to talk to anybody. Yeah, follow Rash- Rashad Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Hi. Rashad, what's good, my man? How you doing, bro? Yeah, what up, man? What's good, my brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you good? All right. Just making sure I see your joint says you on your iPad Pro. I'm on my iPad also, so you know. We got the hang of it, but I always got to make sure that joint working right. I feel you, man. Let's see if Antoine's got his uh, audio in. Yeah, Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir.
0: Okay. How are we sounding, by the way, on this one?
2: You sound better because the mic, I can see it now. I never even, I was thinking I didn't see the mic let, on the other one. Let,
0: let, let, let me show you. Hold on. Let me see. Are, are other users allowed to share a screen? Oh, no. Oh, uh, I think it's... I'll team. say I brought up the big toys. I really prepared for this one. Get my easy. voice right. You
2: guys can share a screen if you'd like to now.
0: Uh, okay, cool, cool. Let so me show you real quick. So I'm now running um okay, you guys can see my screen. Now I have logic and thought like dot uh, zoom connected together. So I have it running through SSL and compression just to make sure we're Gucci the board, Yeah, so. it's definitely
2: sounding rich yeah, right cool. now.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's just get it going, man. It's another episode of The Beat Breakdown. We got Antoine LeGrey. Yup. Got your boy Rashad Sadiq. And we got a great, great new guest from the state of Texas coming over here visiting Rashad Radio. More than happy to give love to D Dot. Make sure y'all make some noise and go follow and show love to his brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know what to say except for I'm lacking on my beats so I'm kind of embarrassed and humbled <laughs> at the same time you know what I mean like like I was so when I saw you follow me that's when I instantly just hit you with I was like, okay what's up like I know I've been you know what I mean like I look up to you so I appreciate it
1: appreciate it man we've been to we've been supposed to link man cause I remember you hit me a while back and you know that that the account that you're actually I had you on originally that's kind of like my backup account so I started like following everybody, you know, from that account. And uh, I'm thinking
2: about, you know, just migrating everything over. Okay. Well, hey, it happens when it's supposed to happen. I'm glad it's happening now. And I always try to end the show with maybe it'll happen again. Love working with like-minded folks. I love being on this internet where we got Antoine in Washington State. I'm right over here by Washington, D.C. And then you over there in Texas. What part of Texas are you in, brother? I'm in Dallas. Dallas. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what's up. So, I mean, this is awesome to me, you know what I mean? Just making things connect all in the name, in my opinion,
0: of hip hop. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir.
2: So what I'd like to do is give the listeners a little bit of an introduction. If you could, you know, give us a little bit of your background of like what made it so that you are who you are right now, as far as your love for this hip hop and production.
1: Oh, uh, man. Well, it kind of um, started off, you know, I, I started playing instruments back in like middle school and high school. And, you know, like during those years, um, a lot of like, was a lot of like relevant music because it was kind of like around 95 to about 2000. And um, that was kind of like when the era when Pac was on top, when, uh, you know, Jay-Z was kind of coming up, Biggie was there, Nas was there and you know with that kind of being said you had a lot of guys like dj quick uh dr dre dj Premier. um you had just blaze you had you know several producers out there that uh really created that sound for the culture around that point in time and though i didn't start producing you know around then it wasn't really until probably about oh four four or five ish when i moved out here to dallas um, when i started creating beats and i really um didn't start releasing any projects until like 2011. also i'm an artist as well but um, you know primarily a producer the whole rap thing is kind of just something on the side you know long term i want to do the production thing of course um and As far as like, you know, I've worked with a couple of independent artists, Uh, shout out to Boom, shout out to uh, Big Drew, shout out to Smokey Johnson, to name a few, and, uh, you know, just really been making a lot of like underground music, you know, as far as since I've been creating and um, used to actually do a show, I was telling you kind of similar to this, in fact. Uh, which was called a Producers' Corner. And we talked a lot about music production topics as well. Mm. What I've kind of done is taken that format. The show doesn't exist anymore. It's been off probably about three four years. But I've kind of also taken that concept and brought it to my YouTube channel. Just me by myself. But um, right now, just as far as like recently, I'm kind of focusing really on that YouTube aspect of it, uh, doing things like producer tutorials and just... Um, overall production topics. And then, you know, aside from that, just really uh, creating albums, like full-length albums, but also in between coming out with instrumental uh, albums as well. So that's kind of what I've been doing as of late. And, you know, that's kind of tells you a little bit as far as, you know, where I'm from and, you know, what I've done.
0: So, Dave, you know, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, old hardware. Uh, I always used to produce on an MPC 2000 uh, before it uh, it died RIP. So I'm curious, you know, you, you started producing back in O four, oh five. What was kind of the gear <laughs> software situation back then? What, what were you cooking up on, you know?
1: Man, so um, it actually started off on, well, actually, I, I, I'll take y'all even way back before mm-hmm. then. So um, I remember me and my homies, we got our first apartment right out of high school, like in 2000 telling my age here, but yeah. um, All right. by
0: there,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but back then I remember um at that time I was I was working at uh Best Buy and oh, yeah, I, I remember one night we were just stocking these uh this software in the shelves and I came across this uh magic music studio. So magic I was like music you know, studio hmm. I started, you know, uh to kind of see like or think what is this about? So I ended up purchasing it. It wasn't really nothing but a copy and paste loop program. Ah. Uh, but <laughs> it it kind of propelled me though to go a little further. After that, um I got involved with Reason Three. That was kind of mm. like the full first full fledged dog that I've yep. used. Um and then from there I've mainly been like uh a machine guy. Uh mm-hmm. used pretty much mm-hmm. the first generation of uh, machine micro until now.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then
1: um on top of that, I'm a Kai guy as well. Uh mm-hmm. you talked a little bit about old school hardware. Yeah. And I actually a little bit after I started doing beats, I used the MPC two thousand Excel for a couple of years. Yes. And um yes. I wish I would have kept it in the way, but oh. I had to end up selling it because, you know, it had some issues and I needed yeah. money and mm-hmm. you know, my my computer actually went out and I needed mm. to buy another computer, so yeah, because like, everything, so, you know, yeah, like, everything, everything had to else. go you <laughs> know. Yeah, man,
0: everything
1: And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man.
0: Hmm. Okay. So Magic, uh, this this Magic Studio software. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I've read somewhere online those were the early beginnings of the program I use now, Logic. I want to say that Lo- uh, Apple bought that Magic Studio software and then turned it into what we know as logic and garage band yeah yeah, yeah. as the on, band on the internet would say
1: um <laughs> it was it was out i remember um around that time as well well a little bit after that um it was out because i remember i got my first mac around 06 07, and mm-hmm. it was on there but i started using logic around that time as well
0: oh okay okay that's mm-hmm. dope you i started in, in, in uh yeah okay i started in garage and then went to ios production and hit a wall because that was before the workflow that they have now like it was not there and so i hit a wall basically so i moved over to logic but man ios producers man pff, heat crazy y'all got the world of opportunities like it's nuts man it's
1: uh you know it, the thing i like about this if i was a younger guy coming up now into production i mean i remember i saved like a thousand dollars uh in 2006 to buy a mac
0: and mm-hmm. now
1: i mean yeah. you can go and get a, a ipad for what five six hundred dollars beat mm-hmm. beatmaker for 25 dollars, and you set right there
0: yeah you're good you to know. go drum kids online you're ready to rock yes yeah, sir yeah
2: And I'm pretty sure that's how I came across when I started working on my iOS and and making connections with iOS productions and producers on Instagram. I know I saw a couple of your posts and was like, okay, you know, I quickly was trying to make my algorithm no longer the the BS and just the stuff that inspired me and made me want to make beats. And I was making beats for a little bit while I was doing that Um, podcasting kind of took over. I'm not going to keep making excuses because I'm on my shit now. That birthday <laughs> week is over it was my birthday yeah. last week so it's time to like get focused um but nah bro you definitely um i know you got the ios touch and i know you got the mp you got a lot of uh equipment on your page that i noticed um but i i heard you and antoine speak on logic is that your overall like doll of choice when you're outside of ios uh
1: i would say machine would be more my doll of my dog choice
0: machine's um, nasty man machine's nasty yeah
1: I have so much invested in terms of like expansions and just the way, um, you know, I have all my samples and everything organized. Um, I would probably say that's my primary. And then logic, um, I would say I'm used more so when I'm recording vocals, I do make some beats mm-hmm. in logic as well, but mm-hmm. I like to, uh, record my vocals and I also like to mix cause I like the sequencer interface better mm-hmm. in logic than I
2: do machine. Mm mix we spoke on mixing last episode
0: yeah Somewhere. it's uh it's a world man it's a world it's the,
2: how do you look at it is it the same as beat making it's a whole or is a whole nother monster right
1: yeah it's a whole nother monster um you know that's one of the things that i feel that it's a never-ending process uh because since i started making beats you go back 15 years ago I've watched several videos. I've read, you know, several books about mixing and, um, you know, a lot of guys, they'll just start adding plugins and they don't know what things do, you know, they
0: just
1: educate themselves on what some of these things do and their music is coming out bad. So, um, I do also think working with an engineer is good because yes. I might hear something different than you and you might hear something different than me. And you know, uh, I think having somebody's own ears to kind of shape your music, if, you know, every album that I come out with, I kind of work with a different engineer each time.
0: Mm. That's smart. Mm, okay. That's smart. For me, in my case, I uh, I stick to one engineer. You know, I, I do some engineering myself, but um, for my personal releases, I, I have a go-to guy. He's out in Seattle, Washington. Um, and, you know, we just, we vibed with each other first session off, off rip. I like his sound and he rocks with my music. So, you know, we've just been linked in since, but a different near, different engineer every time. It's very interesting. It's a different sound almost every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just something, um, I'm very experimental. I guess you could say that mm. they, there are some engineers that did a really good job, but then there are some that I felt didn't. And that's mm-hmm. you know when I'm kind of like you where I'll just go ahead and mix it, master mm-hmm. it myself if need mm-hmm.
0: be. Yep, if need be.
2: Because sometimes it can feel like when the engineer gets too involved, it's like, well, are you getting production credits on this joint too, brother? It's like that's you not. know, like you know what I mean. Like, and I'm not nothing against the engineer because I actually look forward to the point where I could say with my chest, I engineered that, or yeah, mm-hmm. I can. Because I like honestly. I started maybe similar story to you. I think I'm around the same age as you, brother. Like I used to write raps. I still can write raps. The fire to write raps is just not as as as, as much as it used to be. And that's kind of sad, honestly. Um, but <clears throat> it's it's almost because of the reality of like getting older and is anybody listening? Mm-hmm. And just a little bit of defeating thoughts that I don't think I should subscribe to or anybody else should subscribe to. But yeah. it also is reality too. It's like, well, you're not just a rapper poet you love this game so much you could speak to people about it podcast or i learned how to make beats like around i don't know i I say i've been tinkering and making beats about for about three years right but i had the joint my son's seven so that's how i gauge it so when my son was seven i mean when my son was born in 2013 i had an ipad that was gifted to me and I had IMPC on that joint. I already had the MPC studio, but I ain't know how to do nothing with it, dog. Like I just had the joint, it was like there and I was like, I'm gonna learn how to make beats, but I never did it and I learned on the iPad slowly. So I say, yo, three years ago, I was like, yeah, I make beats. Anyways, point being, I would really look forward. I mean, I, I am looking forward to the day that I could be like, nah, I engineer, I mix that shit too, because, if there's anything, if you go through my catalog and sometimes Antoine does, feel free to I go on my, that. I always do my homework. Always. Yo. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. Always.
2: Feel free to do, go on that piff and look up Rashad Sadiq's old stuff and you can laugh because some of it is mixed terribly, but one thing I do love is my my progress is all my own. Like, I never really paid an engineer or let another engineer to listen to it. I'm stubborn in that sense where I was like, I want it all to be me. So it's bad in the beginning, like real bad. You know what I mean? But engineering is something that I definitely appreciate. And I, I, I look forward to actually conquering that, that, that whole other monster you're talking about. Cause you said it quite comfortably. So I believe you're a producer and engineer straight up. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I've learned a lot from uh, trial and error. You know, I, I can relate to what you just said. I remember there were times, man, like, 2011 2012 where there were several projects I was like, the hell with it I'm gonna just throw this shit out there and uh <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really mixed properly I go back and listen to it now and yeah. it wasn't mixed properly um, and you know over the years the more I read the more I hung out with a lot of people that were more experienced than me is the better that I learned how to mix and you know uh, what different tools are used for certain things when it comes right. to mixing.
2: Right. And it's important. It's because when I had an engineer mix one of my last mixtapes and it sounds so good, I I was like, oh man, dude, he mixed that drink because my two mixtapes ago, Antoine, I'll send you the link. It was on Mm -hmm. SoundCloud. Scorpio season was mixed by my man skills and he did a good job. So yeah. Okay. Very important.
0: So, so uh, D-Dot, I kind of wanted to ask a question going to catalog uh, every day that song to me really stood out i mean it it was great could you kind of give us a little background on that track because i it just you know it stood out a lot man it it was powerful
1: man uh first and foremost thank you for that yeah, um yeah it so the funny thing was it it's a part of my next upcoming album um mm-hmm. the quarantine files okay. i actually i released the album earlier this year like maybe the first quarter of the year mm-hmm. and then right after that that was kind of when uh the pandemic started yeah. but like I also started recording another album this album around that time mm-hmm. and I was actually about to release it but then George Floyd happened
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and when that happened um I didn't want to release the album I was I was so angry for, you know, a couple of weeks. Uh, I didn't want to really do much or nothing. You know, you turned on the TV every night, you saw protests in a lot of cities. And um, I felt that it was a time that really changed the whole country. Um, And, you know, it made people more aware about what was going on. And I've been kind of a guy that I've wrote conscious records before this one, um, but I think once that once this happened, a lot of the things that I've been talking about for years, whether it was Colin Kaepernick, whether it was some of the things that um, 45, I'm not going to say the name on this uh, podcast, but 45 was doing um, over his term, and just the racism that was going on and i felt that you know i mean i have the biggest platform but um i have a good following of people that you know will sit there and listen and um i felt that sometimes if you go like to my Twitter or even my Facebook that I post a lot of things in regards to like social justice and you know fighting racism and things like that and that's kind of what people know me for and it was um also a friend of mine Boom who's also a rapper he ironically he did a video that I was in I didn't rap on a song but I was in a video about similar things and when I went over there to his video shoot Kind of inspired me to write the song every day. Mm. Um, it kind of gave me that one direction because I think my ideas were just going all over the place, mm. but at the same time, I wasn't really motivated to record music at that time. Yeah, and it's really, I had to think of a way to articulate how I was feeling inside, and that's what every day came about.
0: Mm okay i could tell because there was something to that track that you could tell there was a, a power to it absolutely and you know i agree during those times i i kind of put off the album until next year um i was gonna have a follow-up to my first release of 2019 restless it was gonna be restless to the end of the night but once that all popped off it just, you know, kind of dropped everything, went to protest, you know, joined the movement because, you know, this is a bigger deal right now. This music can wait. It, it'll be there in the hard drive. And uh, for a while, yeah, it was kind of, you know, I was uninspired because, you know, there's bigger situations going on in the world right now. So I definitely felt that, yeah. Appreciate uninspired, it, man. Uninspired, man. Yeah, uninspired, uh, man.
2: People, People get that, and <clears throat> I'm definitely guilty of that when it comes to making the beats, I'll, 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 just get uninspired or, or, or frustrated. And I, I don't want to blame anything else except for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I think, you know, maybe I'll drink, but sometimes like, nah, I didn't even that it's just like not completely inspired and motivated. Cause yeah. when I'm rocking and go there's sometimes when I get on that joint, I'm like, I can make five beats today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. and that's just a different person in you. And, 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 and it's you, we can't deny what's going on out there. It's going to affect our creativity. Yeah, you know, of course.
1: Yeah, and it, it's okay, you know. I think a lot of guys, just in general, um, and I used to beat this way myself. I used to beat myself up over it, but a lot of guys feel like they have to create every day, and you yeah. don't have to create every yeah, day. I fell
0: in that trap I, for a while. Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: I I rather there's times I might make a beat once a week. There's times I might make a beat once a month, and you know, it doesn't mean I'm not working on other aspects of my business i could be doing things like fixing websites or mm. youtube videos or you know whatever the case may be
2: facts facts mm. you yeah. gotta stay busy out here sometimes when you get the beat block writer's block <clears throat> you could stay like you know what another thing i don't know about we don't speak about all that much on this podcast but i used to exercise more than i do now so i'm out to try to <laughs> you know what i mean get the push-ups back in there too so a lot of times when we over here feeling bad about stuff or just in our minds too much just grind it out sometimes and do like just do 10 push-ups for the fuck of it you know what i mean and you might be like dang that was nothing and i feel good and that creativity could come from from that positive um, example Uh,
0: an example of that i i talked to rashad about this on the podcast before i had a a macbook pro that i was cooking on when i moved over to logic and uh you know i upgraded it 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 was a powerhouse and i was able to produce and mix master on on it and um I put off a software update for about a year. And one night I was like, you know what? We'll update it, whatever. Straight killed it. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned over to an iMac, uh, moved everything over. And when I opened up Logic for the first time, all my templates were gone, my presets. It was basically back to scratch. And I was uninspired because everything was just taking too much, taking too much time. And so I just kind of hung it up for a little bit came back probably two, three weeks later, designed a whole new workflow, swinging them out now. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, man, I, I could totally relate to that. Uh, that That's kind of going back to my MPC story. Um, I had actually, the night before my iMac went out, I had mm. made a YouTube beat making video. Mm. So I go back the next day to turn on a computer, blue screen of death.
0: Um, you, the Mac had the blue screen? <laughs> blue screen wow mine uh, just kept going in a loop with the apple loading logo it just kept looping and looping i was like it's over
1: yeah it it kind of killed my spirit for a little while and that was back (sighs) when i
0: was a hard head i didn't back up anything oh Uh, no (laughs) i had hard drives of backups luckily but Mm. the transition just didn't work and so yeah it's back to scratch yeah
2: All right, let's talk about that. And we can pick on me and y'all can laugh at me a little bit right now because I've had this happen to me as well. Mm-hmm. More than once, actually. Yeah, I went yeah. to my brother Cesar. He's an EDM producer. He was like, oh, yeah, just get all this stuff out of here. And he deleted, like, all my shit one time because like, I was new to Max. And I was like, oh, I think everything was in my downloads. And I, I don't know. I thought Oof. I had a duplicate of everything. Long story short, mm. he killed a lot of my early productions. And that definitely had me feeling like oh, a bozo. Man. Like a bozo, first of all, like a real big bozo, like like dog. Nobody heard them joints. You can't even listen to them no more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What are you doing? You didn't back it up,
0: yeah. right?
2: Yeah. And to this day, right, I back up stuff, right? I got a lot of space and storage and I'm really good about it, right? But one thing I wanna to talk to y'all about, or I think Antoine's good and I think we spoke about it once before. And I'm sure you're good about it, too, D-Dot. But is it an obstacle to climb organi- organization? Because yeah. I'm everywhere, dog.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's very hard. But once you climb it, there's uh, no going back yeah. down the mountain. Yeah. Are you guys, like, yeah. zip
2: lock tight with that shit now? Like,
0: if I On my desktop, I mean, you could see I have one, two, three, four, five, six different hard drive uh, choices all organized for their uses.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm assuming the same for you, d
0: yeah i kind of um i have three hard
1: drives and then i also have uh, a two terabyte iCloud drive yeah um, yeah that i use so i kind of work in between those two the iCloud drive mainly for the iPad you know when i'm moving files on the go and stuff because i only got like
0: the 256 iPad mm. right Shit,
2: that's more than me and i'm still cranking i'm not even gonna tell you what my iPad is but i say was. i had
0: i had the 32 gig and i was just cranking it hard <laughs>
2: My hey, son, you can, hey, hey, out with it. You can oh, make yeah. them work. I got the third, All the sixteen. Head. Oh wait, you can't see it because the damn blue mm-hmm. screen. But my son's joint over here. That joint is sixteen gigabytes. Apple know they wrong for selling mm-hmm. that. You're right though. They wrong. <laughs> we used that.
1: to think that was uh, that was a lot of memory back in the day.
2: Oh man.
0: <laughs>
2: so uh, one thing I also wanted to ask you when we were talking about engineering, how how well do you think you could be? Like we just said, psh, man. If I was young bama could get an ipad right now start making beat what if a cat's like i want to be an engineer i want to mix do you think the the opportunity and the ability is equal for mixing with ipad or is Mm. this where we step it up like nah dog you need a computer
1: Hmm. i think you could do it um Mm -hmm. with a lot of the fab filter plugins i was um, just gonna say that yep that they have on there and also if you're using cubases they have their own uh waves plugins in there as well that was my Um,
0: choice on ios so you read my mind right yeah
1: yeah man um though that that workflow is probably the two best that i found for mixing uh because i i use a lot of those plugins on the go because when i'm at work I, i mix a lot of my beats down um and sometimes i may export though and mix in logic
2: so mm. you know best of mm. both world yeah yeah man because <clears throat> again i mixed my own ish on garage band and it's you know i know it needed help but i was just really stubborn and being on some like really proud of myself like yo i made these beats i, I wrote these raps i always wrote raps i'm gonna mix it too you know and it's not the best mix in my catalog for sure. But you know, it just made me realize like it's humbling. Everything when I, ever since I started trying to be a producer and buy beatmaker stickers from, you know, producer grind and you know, shout out to beatmakers the squad, cheese, the producer, everybody that I've met oh, ever yep, since, yep. you know, being in this mind state and, and, and owning it, honestly, because it's like, all right, like there's nobody that could ever tell me anything about my love for rap music
0: mm, mm-hmm.
2: they, they people like other artists other rappers other producers other engineers could be like nah bro you ain't you ain't cut for this because you ain't working like me maybe they could but i'm still on the ass because i want to i look up to that you know yeah you know what i'm saying but
0: hell yeah hell yeah
2: anyways let me not sleep talking about me man we got 10 minutes in this thing i want to talk to you about the game itself coming out of dallas texas uh Definitely. i think we talked about relocations and i'm not gonna even speak on the where you came from before i'm gonna speak about where you at right now yeah. and just real quick because you know i'm a redskins fan over here dog so are you cowboys over there you hey. like raiders right
1: yeah yeah i'm all a right Ra- well, see as long as you ain't one of them you're all right with me <laughs> <laughs> you a
0: raiders you a raiders d yeah i'm
1: a raiders fan okay. yeah.
0: There it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I'm a Seahawks guy, you know, Washington State. You already know what it is, but okay. Okay. Oh, I like. I
1: just, I just two teams I just can't, well, three teams I just can't stand the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Chiefs.
2: Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Well, the Chiefs is only going to make you mad for oh. a, little, a little way to come think your uh your uh your, your earbud might have went out right yeah you're gonna change it
0: yeah there we go I honestly there i heard you know. a little i heard a little change in uh audio signal yeah
2: you know it's all good them joints probably just lost the battery or lost the connection went out yeah it's all good there we go Sorry so now nah, you good man you know, uh, if you know the history, the Redskins in Oakland got got the Raiders and the Redskins got a little game back in the day that Raiders fans can't forget. But we're not going to talk football too long. I mean, we could do that later in the DMs, bro. <laughs>
0: hey. What?
1: The let the last one I remember was a very bad year. We went down to Washington. I think that was in twenty seventeen. That was a Sunday night game and they waxed us. Oh, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that might have happened. I ain't speaking that recent. I'm talking like ancient times when you and I was young boys and our our anyways. With the Oakland and the West Side being spoken on right now, I wanna know producer wise in the game. Like you said premiere and you're speaking on the big and the pack and the and that time frame, right? Mm. <clears throat> and I got a lot of producers from that area era that I could speak on that I like. But I want to know, like, right now, if I had to be like, come on, give me your top like five producers you're looking for. Not like top five best. Like, who are you checking for? Like, if they say, yo, that someone so just dropped the tape. What producers are you really into? Shoot, um,
1: I like. Uh... I mean I still am a big Drake guy, you know. Mm, he he's still doing it. Um I also like uh Cardo does a lot of like Ooh, uh yeah. currency and, and uh less and like a lot of underground stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainstream he did some work with Drake too. And then um I also like eight oh eight mafia.
0: Right.
1: Shout out to eight oh eight mafia, sure. um Alchemist. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then, of course, um, who else? Uh, Harry Fraud. I'm going to go with Harry oh, Fraud. I like
0: him choice, as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dog, <laughs> you know, Harry Fraud just made me think of shout Harry Fraud. Shout-out Action Bronson. Do y'all follow Bronson, y'all?
0: Bro. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yo, that man looks collab- like Bronson. The Harry Fraud
0: and Action Bronson collab project, bro. Yeah, Strictly for my Jeeps? Crazy crazy
2: shout out to them because they definitely would be people i would list as fell uh harry fraud is definitely producer i check for um Mm. you know about which is my man that also uses ios madlib yeah yeah sir yeah because he did that whole
1: uh gives album on on Woo!
0: i also found out if you guys heard it uh no more parties in la kanye and kendrick that was uh ios as well was it yeah
2: You know, and there's someone, there's people that say that, like, you can kind of tell, and they say, like, his production on um, that song in particular, I kind of remember, I think it was either on Drink Champs or one of them, they were talking about that song and the joint for Nas, um, the Nasir, they were trying to imply that his production was less than stellar. Is, nah,
0: no, I don't, I, I, I don't take so Kanye don't blasphemy
2: so very well, you know, I don't know, I, I'm, a real, I'm a real fan of his production, y'all.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say I got uh, on a side note I got two Kanye beats I, I basically remade and I got his vocals isolated and then I'm dropping them on IG tonight. But agreed, yeah I I think any Mad Lib production is heat. If we're talking Mad Villain, if we're talking the Gibbs Joint, no more parties. It doesn't matter what he uses, cause he's Mad Lib
2: what do you uh how do you feel about those questions i know they're so cliche these days in hip-hop but i think it's just because everyone's able to communicate with everyone now so everyone wants to say hey man who's your top 10 rapper and you know remember when that the big old list was going on d dot yeah i had a ball of that stuff yeah
1: i I I mean i like it um my my issue comes from Younger generation, you know, I don't want to sound like one of these get off my lawn type cats, but <laughs> there's some of these guys that they don't know about the people that came before them, hmm. and if some of them they do know, and they say some disrespectful things, I'm not gonna say hmm. anybody's names, yeah. but you know, just like they want respect, you got to get give respect in order to get it, Very and true. you know, yes. I just think they need to pay homage to the guys that paved the way for them.
2: Hmm can't lie ain't never lied what i do like about it though because it did annoy me too that part of it i actually started rashad radio because of the undenying fact that i was gonna age but i knew i was also gonna love rap and i was seeing the the generation gap you know what i'm saying like Mm. the divide where there was a little bit of disrespect and i was thinking that we were guilty on our half too but i'm gonna talk about our guilt right now i'm gonna talk about the youth right now because they'll take us saying that we did something wrong and run with it. Right. I already know how that go. But for them, I like the uh, the idea of us doing those lists, right? Because I really feel like it showed their dumb asses. Sorry, I mean, their young asses. Not you, Antoine. I'm talking about niggas younger than you, bro. Like, sorry, really. Richelle,
0: you know I stay tapped into my head. You're good, man. You oh, I'm uh, down
2: to Boogie Down Productions. I'm bro, top. you sent me that big noise. I was like, all right, he's listening. Yeah. But I'm talking about the kids that are just bubble gummed out and they think that they know something yeah. about rap. I think yeah. when they see us doing these 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 things like that, it makes them actually realize like, nah, you know what? Like, damn, these Bamas really love this shit. Like, yeah. they really into this shit. Like, I didn't even know all these rappers exist. One dude and I'm trying. To, sorry, I be taking up all the time. But one dude tried to say I was reaching because I was comparing it to Black History. And what I, how I look at it is like, look, yo. If, a, if my son or my daughter was to be like yo obama's tight kamala harris tight right and i'm like yeah they tight mm-hmm. you know about um martin luther king and, and mlk and Thurgood marshall or harriet tubman and they'd be like man that's some old head shit. i that, and in that so i'm like what the fuck? no yeah. do the knowledge yeah you know so i feel like if people with these lists and shit, and with people like us that continue on with the with the tradition we show them Uh, and a a way to do the knowledge a little bit, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of like what 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 I've done is I take a look at this, the uh, freshman source group they do every year, and some of those guys, like you said, I've never heard of. But I like to go through and I'll I'll listen to each and every one of them to give them a chance, Hmm. you know, before I pass any judgment on them.
2: D-Dot, yeah. you the man for that. I'm sorry I wrapped us up at the end of this, dog. I hope we can do another one on the Beat Breakdown with you or any other shows on Rashad Radio, bro. I'm running out of time. I know you got to go. You was telling me about something earlier, Antoine.
0: Yeah.
2: This is another good one, dude. We just keep doing This was doing a good one. Talk. This was a good one. I'm honored to have it. you, man. I didn't want this joint to cut off while you were talking, brother.
1: No problem, man. Anytime y'all want me back, just holla at you, bro. We'll make it happen.
2: It was good uh, talking about yup. Yeah. I appreciate you man. I'll get at you. For sure. Later y'all.
0: Peace. Please. man. Thank you so much, Rashad Radio. Rashad Radio. So
2: good. So smooth. Can you have uh, too much? Rashad
0: Radio. <laughs> <laughs>